What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the No Big Deal podcast. This is a podcast brought to you by Ween Dog, and that is me. I'm your host, Ween Dog, and we just break down UFC fights, upcoming fights, past fights, break down the the fight card of the week. We talk about the fight card of last week, and often it is a fight card that just occurred a couple days ago. In this case, we just witnessed UFC on ESPN Plus. I don't know, 10 or whatever it is. It doesn't say. UFC Fight Night, Iaquinta versus Cerrone. I like how it actually says Iaquinta versus Cowboy. It doesn't even say Iaquinta Cerrone or anything like that. It just goes Iaquinta Cowboy. I like it. Fuck Cerrone. Fuck Donald. It's just straight cowboy, dude. So we're going to get into that. We're going to break down that fight card really quick. It was a very, very, it was a decent card. There wasn't too many exciting fights. There wasn't, you know, too many TKOs or submissions. A few, actually, well, a lot of decisions, but, you know, no big deal because that main event was badass. I hope everybody's been doing good. Um, I'm in the, the midst of my finals uh, at CSUN, Cal State Northridge, Southern California. And I've been extremely, extremely sick for like the past four months. I don't know what's going on, but there's a bunch of pollen in the air and I can't breathe out of my nose. So I have to constantly use um, this Afrin nasal spray. Now on the bottle, it says not to use... Um, more than three days in a row. And I think I'm going on my like third week of using this every single day. Um, do I have a problem? Yes. Am I addicted to nasal spray? Yes. Um, if I stop taking it, will my nose flare up and become just unbreathable th- through it? Yes. And uh, that's why I keep taking it. So, oh. So let's get in the fight. Let's get in these fights. So, oh, that's that's better. On these prelims, the fights that stood out to me was, well, I guess really the only fight was Matt Sales versus Kyle Nelson. First of all, Kyle, dude, your eyeballs too far, I mean, too close to each other. They're very, very close to each other. They kind of freak me out. They they make him seem like he's like a vampire or like a... I don't know. Something about this dude is very, very off-putting and creepy. Um, it was a tough fight. Matt Sales is very entertaining. Um, the grappling exchanges had to be on my feet. But in the end, it was Matt Sales who would get the... What was it? Submission? It was it a rear naked choke, I think. Yeah. Nordin Taleb versus Kyle Pro- Prepolop. Nordim, he just looks so much better. I mean, not 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 just better, but so much bigger than Kyle Prepolep. I don't, I take that back. I, he doesn't look that much better because there are some points in the fight in the later rounds where Kyle looked like he was coming back. He was looking good, looking on fire. So props to him. Amen, Zahabi, uh, brother of Frost Zahabi, fought Vince Morales. Now. Dude, what I noticed from this fight, you know, on every single fight on this card, they had a Canadian fighter. Dude, Canadian fighters are so boring, dude. They suck. They're so boring. 
I don't know if it's because they're wrestling dominant or I honestly don't know, but this is just my personal opinion. You can get on me on Twitter and say, Wing Dog, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, but listen, I don't, they're just so boring, dude. They're grindy and they don't really like to do no fancy shit. They're not really strike heavy. So Zahabi comes in. He's known for his brother, Frost Zahabi. He's one of the most well-known coaches and trainers in mixed martial arts. And he's fighting this young up-and-coming dude, Vince Morales. So you would, you would obviously think a Zahabi brother would dominate and take the dub, but you know what, dude? You freaking didn't really put on a show. You didn't really do nothing flashy. You didn't do nothing dominant. And Vince, you know, he came out and he was hungry and he wanted it and he got the win. So good for Vince. You know, if you're gonna be, if you want to be in the UFC these days, you gotta do some crazy shit. You gotta be like one of these um, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley's. You gotta be like Israel Adesanya. You gotta be unorthodox and not just try to be like this grindy. I'm gonna come at you with pressure and hold you up against the cage and then maybe get a takedown and just lay on top of you for the rest of the round you can't that 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 is over that's that is no more in no more of that is going to be happening which is good i think the ufc is slowly and wisely picking who they want to fight in the organization just for that reason alone we can't be having all these dudes just coming in and laying on on other dudes um and making boring and unentertaining fights. It sucks. So, Zahabi got what you came to not get. Vince Morales, good for you, buddy. Um, what is that, 135? Yeah. So, the main event on the prelims was Macy Chiasin. Chiasin. Chasin. Chiasin. Whatever fuck. Versus Sarah Morass. Now, Sarah Morass is one of these girls where she looks kind of scary like her face she looks like uh she can seduce you with like oh i'm a cute girl uh we can go on a date we can go to the dog pound and look at the puppies but she also looks like she will stab you in your sleep she has these like large large glassy porcelain doll eyes and this giant forehead and this giant nose and she's very she's, she's a girl where i can see the beauty within and I can see if she puts some time and effort, she can be very, very beautiful and pretty and sexy. And she's got like that that thick girl body where it's not like she's not too skinny, not too chubby. She's like thick, you know. It's like a good, good amount of thick. But Macy Chasen, whatever the fuck her name is, Chiasen, Chiasen, Cheeto Puff, I don't know what the hell her name is. Macy, she's on another level dude she's exciting to watch she won the ultimate fighter the most recent season which i didn't watch uh she finishes every single one of her every single one of her fights in dominating fashion she gets stoppages she is exciting to watch now my only problem with her is her hair i know she's probably a lesbian she has a tattoos she's very very butch no problem with that at all all power to you dude but the hair is so bad. It's so bad. I was telling Jake, my brother-in-law, we watched the fights together. It's like my boy in this. Dude, she's got to shave her head and go like the whole Rose route, dude. She's like Rose 5.0. She's like six. She's almost six feet tall. You know, I think she's almost, I think she's like 5'10 or 5'11. I don't know. She's huge for that division. I mean, it is women's bantamweight. I notice a lot of women in bantamweight are thick rather than tall and just big 
she's like the John Jones pretty much of this division so far. That's until she goes and fights Amanda Nunes. Who knows? Maybe we'll see that fight. But I actually think Amanda's going to retire after Holly Holm. But that's what I'm saying. Keep your eye out for Macy Chase and don't ever bet against her. She's, I mean, she's going to be a betting favorite for a long time to come until she just, you know, gets wrecked. I also called this fight on MMA Roasted. I think that episode was on Rockfin. You have to pay to Adam's thing to see it. Adam was like, yo, Sarah Morass, she's going to, I got her, she's going to win. I'm like, dude, there's no way. Come on, there's no way. Once again, Wing Dog's picks always on top, except for when I bet. I haven't bet in a long time because I was just getting so frustrated. It's like, let's say I would bet a six-fight parlay. Five of my fights would win. It would come down to like the last fight, and then that fighter would lose. And I'd just be like, dude. And it just made me so angry at the fighters on an individual level where I was like, you know, this isn't good. These guys are putting their hearts in there and I'm here getting angry at them because I lost, what, $2? Fuck that. I'm actually going to go record MMA Roasted directly after this episode. And we're going to break down the card, which we are going to discuss after we take a little dive, get our feet wet in this UFC Iaquinta Cowboy. Now we're already on to the main event mark on andre under andre uh barry alt versus andrew sanchez kicked off the main card now andrew sanchez he's when i see him i just think of you know he's kind of he's kind of boring he's kind of grindy he's a good wrestler and then he gasses really really fast so i don't know i've never seen mark andre before i think that this is a debut fight you know it's a, it, it is for sure a tough fight to give uh, somebody new, because Andrew Sanchez, I mean, he's kind of a goofball, but he's still no joke. I think he did, I think he won the Ultimate Fighter, I'm not sure. I think that was a fight between him and Khalil Roundtree. Duh. I'd love to see that fight again, to be honest, because Khalil is looking insane, dude. So that first round is, you know, what you expect, wrestling, blah, 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 boring shit, but that second round was insane. They were just throwing bombs back and forth. And a lot of props to actually Andrew Sanchez because he was bringing the heat, dude. He said, you know, fuck this. I worked on my cardio. I'm throwing some bombs, dude. And bombs are thrown. It was very, very exciting. And it was, at, it was at this point in the card where I'm like, oh, shit. It's about to be a good-ass card. And up next, we had Walt Harris versus Sergey Spivovac. Microsoft account problem. Shut the fuck up, you bitch. Walt Harris... This is in the heavyweight uh, division. He's one of these these black dudes that you know. He's got that. He's got that slave DNA, dude. I mean, I don't. I don't. Maybe this is bad to say, but I'm saying like in his DNA, there's some serious athletic genes. That's pretty much all I'm trying. I'm not, there's nothing racist about this. Nothing racist. And to Walt Harris, I love you, dude. I'm a big fan. And I'm, I'm sorry if you don't have any history of slaves in your family. But you got them slave genetics, dude. Just like your freaking powerful giant. And just so threatening, dude. And I'm very, very proud that he's coming out and stepping up as a striker. And just showing what he's been working on. He just came out on that fight. And was just like, yo, what's up? I'm going to end this fight in 15 or 50 seconds, dude. I don't even think uh, Ser- Sergey, Sergey, Sergey Spivak even threw or even landed one punch. Walt Harris just came out like the freaking Terminator, dude. It was just like, bah, bah, lock, 
And it was over. Freaking scary. I don't even think Walt Harris is ranked. I th All right, maybe this is not showing his rankings on the UFC thing. But I think he is ranked, actually, because he's, he's won a lot. Then we had Brad Katona versus Marab Devlashli. And Marab, you look at him, he just looks more like he just looks like one of these Dagestani dudes, these rushing, these rushing, the, these Russian wrestling dudes. But he actually trains in New York with uh, Matt Serra, Ray Longo in that camp. So just just on that fact, I had to root for him. And I, I've seen his fights before. I think he had uh, some tough decisions. In the past, but I knew that this dude was really good. I knew he had a lot of talent. I knew that he was a good wrestler and a good striker, and he's just very, very crazy and fun to watch. He's a crazy hairline, also very, very interesting hairline. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that, but he's fighting, or he did fight Brad Katona. Brad Katona, he was on the Ultimate Fighter as well. He fights out of SGB GGFs. WWE Ireland, whatever the fuck it's called, with you know McGregor, um, the dude from Bellator who wants to be like McGregor, and all the other people who want to be like McGregor, they all fight out of SGBG Ireland with like Artem. I know Artem is there, so I think they should go down the Artem route than the than the uh, McGregor route because do you want to just go be in there for money or do you want to be the greatest of all time like Artem? You know, so Bracketona versus Marab. Uh, I had, uh, you know, I was slightly leaning towards Marab just because, just because I'm rooting for that camp. I always root for that camp. And Brad Katoni came out. He just didn't look like the Brad we've seen before. Before he, we see him, he's normally like this very, very smart fighter. He's very, very smart. He calculates his moves. Um, but he just looked overwhelmed against Marab. And boom, that's what you, that's what happens, dude. You go in, maybe underestimated this guy and got wrecked. But it was just a decision, you know, no big deal. Up next was Cub Swanson versus Shane Burgos. Tough, tough fight for Cub. One of the judges had Cub winning 30-27. And the others, the other two had Shane Burgos winning. Um, I don't know what the fuck is happening there. But this is Cub's fourth loss in a row. I don't know where he goes from here. Do you go to Bellator? I honestly think that might be the best route. For Cub Swanson, go to Bellator. It's a fresh start. Take out the people in their 145 division. And, you know, that's it, dude. Because right now, you're just going further and further down the ranks. Where in Bellator, you can start with a ranked top 10 opponent. You beat him. And then I got all eyes on you in Bellator. That's probably the best thing for Cub Swanson to do at this point. But that's just my opinion. That in a decision, Shane Burgos gets to win. Now, I noticed that Shane Burgos is another fighter with, like, a, you know, from distance, he looks very handsome. But, like, when you watch footage of him in interviews and talking and everything, like he has these giant eyes and this giant mouth. Um, it very, very much re re reminded me of when you're on mushrooms, magic mushrooms, and the effects are slowly starting to take place. And if you're, like, watching a movie or something and you're looking at a person's face, like, their face starts to distort and their facial features will get big and then small and then their mouth will get super big or something. That's what I feel like is happening to me when I look at Shane Burgos talking. It's very, very interesting and very, very, I don't want to say off-putting because he's a handsome man. And 
It's just very, very strange. I don't know if it's his, his mouth, his giant mouth when he talks. His mouth gets so big that I don't know. It's just our Derek Brunson versus Elias Theodoro. I hate Elias Theodoro. I'm sure he's a super, super nice and good dude, but he's just comes off as such a douchebag. And I'm sure he's not a douchebag. It's just look at his fucking hair. Look at his goddamn hair, dude. Bro. Come on. He's a ring boy for Invicta. That's super douchey. And Derek Brunson is just an exciting fighter to watch. Elias Theodoro is a boring fighter to watch. He's never... I, when's the last time he had a knockout? What? Since his hair was down to his ears? I don't fucking know. But I'm happy to see Elias Theodore lose because he somehow always wins. And it pisses me off because he's so boring and unentertaining. Derek Brunson back in the win column. He looked very, very impressive. He switched up his training camp. I'm proud of Derek Brunson. So, and you know Derek is always in fun fights. You know he's going to bring the heat, dude. In the main event, Al, Al Iaquinta versus Donald Cerrone. I, this is a fight I really didn't even, I didn't even want to see happen because I love these dudes so much. I love Donald and I love Iaquinta. And if if honestly I had Iaquinta winning, but I didn't realize how much bigger Donald was in the first place than Al. And Donald, he's coming back back down to 155. This was a big weight cut for him. So I was thinking, you know, maybe he. Is gonna be a little bit too drained. Maybe he's used to being at 170. Maybe he can take a he can't take a shot. I don't know. So I had Al winning, but Cerrone just purely outclassed him. I think he won every round. I'm not sure. I don't know. But Cerrone is on fire, dude. He he can like he has a serious argument to fight somebody in the top five. Actually, I think Al is in the top five. I'm not sure. Maybe he's like six or something. But he has a real argument to fight McGregor, um, Tony Ferguson, and that's pretty much it because Khabib is fighting Dustin. So maybe he fights the loser of that. I don't know because I, I would imagine that maybe Ferguson gets the winner of Khabib versus Poirier. And then Cerrone can fight the loser of Khabib Poirier. That's the only thing in my mind. And then the winner of the loser of Khabib Poirier gets to fight the winner of Khabib Ferguson. I don't fucking know. This shit is super confusing. But a lot of respect to Cowboy. He is on fire. He has the opportunity right now to take a serious title run. He's right there at the top of the division. He just needs to play his cards right. Don't accept no dumbass fights with somebody who's ranked 47 in the, the, the lightweight division. Just play your cards right. Be smart. We're all rooting for you, Cowboy. Come on, man. Don't be fighting no more Alex Hernandez's or whatever, even though you just murked him. Your time for the title is here. And I like that he's actually campaigning for the title right now. He's not just taking fights, money fights, something like that. He's actually campaigning for the title. So, with that being said, let's get into this weekend's fight. Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade, Saturday, May 11th, 7 p.m. Pacific D time, PT, PTD. I don't know what, what the fuck does PD, PDT mean. By the way, last night's episode of Game of Thrones was really, really good. 
I'm not going to spoil it, but, uh, you know, we knew it was going to be like a, a tension-building episode, but I'm happy that shit happened toward the end of the episode. Very, very entertaining. I can't wait, wait for this these next two episodes, these next two weeks are going to be insane. God. So kicking off the early prelims, we're going to speed through these until we get to the main card. But this card is stacked. A lot, a lot, a lot of fights. So Talita Bernardo versus Melissa Gatto. Um, I don't know who any of these girls are. Melissa Gatto is ranked number 11, so I'm just going to go with her. Uh, Talita is ranked 15. Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Rayoni Barcelos. Uh, so there's going to be for sure a lot of Brazilians on this card. Um, I'm going to go with Saeed Nurmagomedov just because he looks like a... He looks like a bad wax figure. Of Abraham Lincoln when he was young. Like, some just, I don't know, dude, your hair is fucked up. Wiley Alves versus Sergio Morais. I'm gonna go with Sergio Morais. Lu, Luana Carlina versus Priscilla Cochiera. I'm gonna go with Cochiera on this one. I think she's coming off a loss, but she looked somewhat good. Um, BJ Penn versus Clay Guida. I'm gonna go with BJ Penn. I think he's gonna get a submission over Clay Guida. Irene Aldana versus Bash Correiro. I'm going to go with Irene Aldana. Tiago Moises versus Kurt Holobro. Holo, Holobra. I'm going to go with uh, Holobo on that one, whatever the fuck his name is. Now we're going on the main card Antonio Rodrigo Noguera versus Ryan Spann. I'm probably going to go with Noguera via submission. Dude, he looks like he's about 80 years old. In this picture, <sighs> fuck. I'm gonna go with Noguera via submission. Francisco Trinaldo versus Diego Ferreira. I'm gonna go with Trinaldo on this one. Tiago Alves versus Lu Laureno Staropoli. I'll go with um. I'll go Tiago. Now we have Jose Aldo versus Alexander Volkanovski. Jose just came off in a very very impressive win. Um, over Hinato Moicano, I did not. I honestly did not think he was gonna beat Hinato, but he just came out and, and just outboxed him, outworked him. Very, very impressive. And now he's fighting Alexander Volkanovsky, who's ranked number four. Um, it's gonna be a very, very tough fight for Jose. But I th- honestly think Hinato Moicano is a bigger, was a bigger threat than Alexander Volkanovsky. So I think Jose, he's just he's so much more experienced and just. He's been he's been in there with the best in the world. I think he's back. I think he's ready to make another title run. And I think he's gonna beat Alexander Volkanovsky this Saturday night. I don't know how. Maybe via TKO stoppage. Now we have Jared Cannonier versus Anderson Silva. Jared just lost about 90 pounds. Now he's fighting at 170. Yeah, middleweight is 170, I think. Versus Anderson Silva. Now, a lot of people are count, counting Anderson out in this fight because Jared looked just so good in his last fight. He's like this hes like this bulldog, just super aggressive now and very entertaining. He just looks so good at 170. Anderson Silva, he's, he's lost a lot recently, but he's still very, very smart and still, you know, technical, I would say. 
I'm sorry for for constantly snorting everybody. It's just I can't help it. I can't breathe out of my nose, and it's just, it's very very frustrating. But I actually am going to pick Anderson Silva in this fight, just because I think he's going to know what Jared Cannonier is doing throughout the fight. He's going to be able to read him very easily. I think he's going to be able to outmaneuver him, and I also think Anderson Silva can outgrapple him. I just think Anderson Silva's going to win, dude. It's crazy that he's ranked number 15 right now. But I think he beats Jared Cannonier, honestly. Um, I don't see him really getting knocked out. He could get knocked out. I mean, it's very, very possible. Anything is possible in the sport. But I just have Anderson Silva winning via... Uh, I'm going to say... Fuck. I'm going to say Anderson Silva via submission. I don't know. Actually, no. Fuck that. Anderson Silva via knockout. Fuck yeah. For the main event, we have Rose Namajunas Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade is scary, dude. She's so powerful. She not, she, she straight up knocked out Carolina Kovalkiewicz, dude. That was insane. But Rose is so smart, so technical. And you just can't bet against Rose, so... I'm going to pick Rose to win this fight, um, probably via decision. I don't know if we've seen Jessica in like the fourth, fifth rounds of any fight. I'm not sure. I can't really re- remember. I'm sure she probably has at least once. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But I think Rose is going to pull out the dub. And that's this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot wait. It's going to be a great Card a lot of Brazilian fighters. Brazilians like to fight. Somebody uh, tell Usada to take a vacation for this card. This is going to be very very fun, very entertaining. A lot of bangers on this card. We're going to see a lot of knockouts, a lot of submissions. I can't wait. So how do you reach me? Reach me on Instagram and Twitter at the Ween Dog. That's at the No Space Ween Dog. W E E N D A W G. Add me on League of Legends. I've been playing some League of Legends. My name on there is The Sausage. It's The Space Sausage, how you would normally spell sausage. Um, on Steam, I think I'm just Ween Dog. Mm, that's pretty much it, dude. I'll be doing a podcast soon with my friend Charlie. We're going to be talking about Endgame, The Avengers. Just breaking down that shit. We still haven't talked about that on any podcast. And that was a great movie, dude. If you haven't seen Endgame, watch it. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, you're fucking up, dude. You're fucking up big time. So, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes. Stay tuned for the Paranormal Hour, which will probably be getting its new and its own RSS feed, meaning it's going to be on a like completely separate SoundCloud account and a separate iTunes account. So keep your eye out for the Paranormal Hour. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is Ween Dog. You're listening to the No Big Deal Podcast. <laughs>